boy. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Monday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time watching or if you, um, you know, if you don't know who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like getting your business registered with the state, making sure you have appropriate tracks, uh, numbers and DUNS numbers, basic brand protection strategies, hiring policies. I help you do all of those things. Uh, if you're wondering why I'm qualified, to help you do those things. I am a licensed attorney, have been one for founding. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you guys have amazing business ideas. Hello, C4C Global One. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some things that you're going to need to know. There's no way around it. So that's why I'm here. Um, so if you would like to work with me so that we can turn your business idea into a reality or give your current startup, you know, a stronger foundation, go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you can book a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, uh, you can also download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Uh, as well, if you are a little bit past that stage, if you're kind of, you know, starting to get up and running business startup basics, which is kind of a crash course in running a business. Uh, it is $59. If you pick it up right now, go, um, at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Okay. All right. So that is enough about me. Let's talk about the show. The way that the show works is that I pull um, stories from the news stories that you guys send. We we actually have one that uh, one one of you amazing followers sent me today. Um, stories that I see on blog sites. Well, anything that I find interesting, I pull it. I, I pick the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we discuss uh, we discuss it. We discuss the topic. So this is a time for you to participate. Don't be shy. If you have questions and comments, put them in the box. I am going to ask you guys certain questions. I'm going to ask you to mash some buttons and give me some emojis. So be ready for that. All right. But it's a good time. We learn and we have fun at the same time. All right. So I think we are ready to start. All right. Let's go. Uh, do we have any Harry Potter fans in the house? If you are a Harry Potter fan, give me, is there a broom emoji? If there is a broom emoji and you are a Harry Potter fan, give me the broom emoji. Um, somebody let me know if there's a broom emoji. If there is not a broom emoji, then just give me a star. If you are a Harry Potter fan, Either give me a broom emoji or a star. Okay. Hi, Ageless Array. Ageless Array, are you a Harry Potter fan? If you are a Harry Potter fan, can you please give me a broom emoji or a star, which, uh, if, if there is no broom. All right. Uh, now I love Harry Potter. I have read all of the books. I have seen all of the movies, uh, books. I also, there was, um, 
like kind of an offshoot. You're not okay. There was an offshoot called Beetle the Bard. I ended up buying that, but I'm I'm a Harry Potter fan, right? And as we know, Harry Potter is a worldwide phenomenon. Um, you know, it, it beloved by many adults and children all over the world. Um, they've got you know rides at Universal. They've got toys and all of this stuff. And high seventy six Grim Game. And we know if and if you didn't know, Harry Potter, even though um, the author of the books is J.K. Rowling, in terms of films. Harry Potter actually belongs to Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers has several trademarks in place for uh, for Harry Potter, right? Um, but today we are not actually talking about one of their trademarks. Uh, Warner Brothers is a little bit concerned. So now, if you are a Harry Potter fan, if you've ever watched it, you know that they do like their their spells and stuff, and they have different names for the spells. And one of the spells in Harry Potter is called Accio, Accio, A-C-C-I-O. And basically the point of the spell is to bring something to you that you're looking for. So if you're looking for something and you don't have time to look for it, you say this word Accio or Accio, however you say it, and the item comes to you. That's how it works in Harry Potter, right? All right. So... Here, here's the problem. A company is developing an app called Accio or Accio that is supposed to be a lost item tracker. So I guess, you know, if you have an item that you, hi, Tri-State Media. So if you have something that you lose a lot, like let's say your keys or your phone, right? You would have um, this object, I guess, that you attach to it. And then this app, if you lose that object, you know, you could use that app to find this object. And the company is calling the app ACIO, A-C-C-I-O, or ACIO, however you pronounce it, I totally forget. Um, and Warner Brothers is a little bit concerned. They are actually starting to file suit against this app company because they are saying that somebody who sees this app in the marketplace might think that this app is associated with Harry Potter, which is um, owned by Warner Brothers. Now, they don't have a trademark on the word Accio itself, but the fact that Accio is so prominent within the Harry Potter universe, Warner Brothers is up in arms about this company naming their app after a very popular phrase within the Harry Potter franchise. So, I want to ask you guys as a very as a sophisticated audience. If you were in the market for an app that helped you find things that you lose, and you looked in the marketplace and you saw an app that was called Accio, A C C I O, would you automatically um associate that app with Harry Potter. Now, this is, if you're not a Harry Potter fan, I'm going to think that your answers are probably going to be no. But if we have any Harry Potter fans watching um, either now or on the replay, if you were to see an app in the marketplace that was called Accio or Accio, A-C-C-I-O, and the point of the app is to help you find things that you lose, 
would you think that this app was associated with Harry Potter? Because in Harry Potter, they have the ASIO spell that brings things to you that you're looking for. Does anybody have any comments on that? Hi, Chen Chen Ten. For me, I, I would think that there is an association only because, only because, uh, hey, Little Rock, um, only because I am a fan of Harry Potter. So if I saw an app called Accio, I would, I might think, oh, maybe Warner Brothers, maybe Harry Potter, they're coming out with some cute little app for the kids, right? Um, now if I am not a Harry Potter, um, person, I, I may not associate it with it because I don't even know what this word means. Um, Tri-State Media says that they would not, um, think it was associated with Harry Potter, because, um, I've watched the movies, but wasn't a true HB hit. Yeah, so Tri-State Media has seen the Harry Potter movies, but isn't that into Harry Potter enough to associate the name of this app with the Harry Potter franchise? So, um, for those of you who might be Harry Potter fans, if you saw an app called Accio or Asio, I don't, I forget how to pronounce it, A-C-C-I-O, hi, Tanya. Would you think that that app is associated with Harry Potter? Uh, 76 Grimke said, no, I never watched the movies or read the books. Okay, so that's the second one. So if you're not into it, you might not think of it. But for me, I might think that there might be something associated just because I like Harry Potter. I've, I've watched it a lot. I've bought the movies. I've bought the books. So I'm kind of invested in the universe, right? Um, so it's Warner Brothers, if they are going to pursue this lawsuit against this app development company, they're going to have to prove that, you know, a, a, a significant portion of the, the app audience is, might have, um, there might be a possibility of confusion that this app might be associated with Warner Brothers. So, how many of you guys think that Warner Brothers should pursue this? Give me a one. Or if you think that this is just kind of silly, give me a two. Do you think that Warner Brothers is um, has a right to be concerned about this lost item finder app? Give me a one. If you don't, if you think that they're just kind of jumping the gun, give me a, a two. Hello, Jay Drip God. All right. What do you guys think? I personally think that if uh, there's more of a there's more of a concern of confusion if you are an actual Harry Potter fan. You don't you don't think that there is a need to Tanya? Yeah, I th I think that if we were to break down these these responses by, you know, whether you're a fan, Little Rock thinks that they're doing a little too much, okay? 76 Grimke thinks that they're doing a little too much. Okay. All right. Um and I, th I think for, from what I saw from the answers before, most of you are not Harry Potter fans. So there might be something to that. You'd have to think about what percentage of the population is actually into Harry Potter and is into it enough that when they see the word Accio, they actually associate it with Harry Potter. Um, <clears throat> Tri-State Media says it's a one because they can't monetize on it. Tri-State Media, what do you mean they can't monetize, they, they can't monetize on it? Warner Brothers or this app development company? 
if you're saying Warner Brothers, they de- they definitely can't. You're totally right about that, that they're not going to be able to monetize on this app because it doesn't belong to them. But remember, they don't have a trademark on the word Accio or Accio. They have a trademark for Harry Potter, but Accio is a word that is used extensively within the Harry Potter universe. So that is the argument that Warner Brothers is using to kind of justify this lawsuit. Okay. Hi, Rick T737. All right. Well, we're going to have to wait and see uh, what the courts think about Warner Brothers. Uh, oh, Tri-State Media is, is on Warner Brothers side. Okay. So we've got at least two for Warner Brothers. Thanks for joining me, Tri-State Media. I think there's a possibility of confusion. But there's room for argument here, and we're going to have to wait and see uh, what the courts think and, you know, who they side with. Um, but I don't know if I would do this this lost item tracker app because, first of all, you're probably going to have to buy some type of node and put on the thing. And I don't need all this extra equipment, but that's just me, Okay. All right, um, next story that we are moving on to. Do we have any bakers or, you know, any kind of uh, masters of the kitchen watching? If you are into baking, please give me a cupcake emoji. If you are a baker, please give me a cupcake emoji. Or if you're just, you know, into the kitchen, if you're into cooking, um, particularly if you like uh you know, high quality cookware, give me a cupcake emoji. Mm -mm -mm. Cupcake emoji. I've never been a great baker. I'm pretty good in the kitchen, but not when it comes to baked goods. I will just, you know, get it from the store and let them do, do the heavy lifting. No bakers? That's okay. Baking is hard. It's kind of like science, which I'm not that great at. Um, but for those who, who can bake, who can make, you know, those totally moist cakes and whatever, you know, congratulations to you. Cause that's not my forte. Um, okay. So, oh, tri- tri-state media is into baking. Thank you for the cupcake tri-state media. Tri-state media. Do you have a particular brand of cookware that you like to use for your baking? Um, so some of the brands of cookware that I like that I've heard of are, you know, KitchenAid, um, Oster, uh, what else? Who, who else? There's that, that copper pan that I see the infomercials for. Um, but you know, like when you, when you're heavily into the, um, the baking or cooking world, you're very particular about the type of tools you use. So Tri-State Media, are you particular about the baking dishes that you use in your baking? Um, no? Okay. Um, well, some people are. So much so that, you know, with in every any industry that you are in, there's always a top-of-the-line item. Um, and for those of you who might be bakers, hello, New Haitian, there is a line of baking pots and pans called All Clad, okay? Um, it's very famous among, uh, among cooks and bakers. They're well-known. Um, and they have a patent on the process for how they make their cookware, right? And this patent, you know, it's, it's, it's registered with the USPTO, so it belongs to them. And they are so protective of this formula that they have authorized sellers who have to get written consent from the company so that they can maintain quality control 
um, they have authorized sellers who, who can sell these pans online because you can buy them in person, but it's like way in the Midwest and not everybody can go there. Hi, TV more. So you can buy them online through a series of authorized sellers, right? These all clad pots. Now we're going to take a quick detour here. If you watched me, uh, watch the show towards, um, the beginning of quarantine, like March, April, you will remember that we had a story about 3M suing a series of companies for selling 3M N95 masks without the authority to do so. They, 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 um, sued them for trademark infringement because 3M is very particular about who sells their products that they, you know, they have authorized vendors and these people were selling N95 masks at inflated price, prices without 3M's permission. So 3M filed a trademark infringement lawsuit against them, right? Okay, so let's bring this back around. Same thing is happening here with all clad pots. All clad pots, these are a high quality brand of cookware. They are very particular about where their cookware is sold and who is selling it because they want to make sure that they maintain this high standard of quality for their cookware because that is what they are known for. So Allclad found out that there, that there was a company on Amazon by the name of Garens, G-A-R-E-N-S, G-A-R-E-N-S, Garens. They were selling Allclad cookware on Amazon without authorization. So what do you guys think all clad did to Garen's? So remember, I just brought up the story about 3M and the unauthorized sellers. So what do you think all clad pots is doing now to Garen's that they have, now that they have found out that Garen's is selling their brand of high quality cookware without their permission? What do you think is happening? Friends in uh, podcast land, you know, you can, don't, don't feel shy. You can shout out your answers. I will hear you through the magic of airwaves and time and space. <laughs> Any idea, my friends? I uh, Yes, TV Moore, you are very correct. Um, the owners of the all clad pots, they are suing Garens. They're like, hey, girl, we have a very strict list of who we allow to sell our products because we want to make sure that, you know, the products are being handled properly. We have a reputation to maintain in these streets and you are selling our products without authorization. How do we know where you even got these products? How do we know if they're even genuine all clad pots? So they are suing Garen's for trademark infringement, not because the products are fake, but because they don't have permission to sell it. Intellectual property gives you a lot of space, okay? It's not even the fact that Garen's is selling fake cookware. These could most likely be genuine all clad pots. The problem is you don't have permission. A trademark, a copyright, a patent, all of these things, they give you the right to say who can and cannot use your products for their benefit. And all clad is saying, hey, Garens, our, um, our distributors, we hold that very seriously. 
and we did not authorize you as a distributor. So the quality of these pots that you are selling, that you claim are our brand, we cannot vouch for that. So that to them is violating their patents, their trademarks, all that, okay? So they are going after Garen's for infringement. Ooh, okay, time is swiftly passing by. So that is why it's important to have your intellectual property in order so that if somebody is taking your stuff and selling it without your permission, you have the authority to say, hey, you're not an authorized distributor, okay? All right, so we are moving on to our last story of the evening. Before we do that, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need a little bit of help making that foundation solid, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book your free 15-minute consultation today if you're a first-time client, all right? Um <clears throat> So we are moving on to our last story of the evening. Uh, do we have any Taylor Swift fans in the house? If you are a Taylor Swift fan, please give me... Um, give me a guitar emoji. If you're a Taylor Swift fan, give me a guitar emoji. I wouldn't say that I'm a Taylor Swift fan, but, you know, she does have some bops that I like. Um, there was her 1984 album, and she had that song, uh, You got that James Dean something, something, something. I don't, I don't know. You're not a Taylor Swift fan? That's okay. She's not for everybody. Um, you know, but I, I will say that she, she has a few cute songs. Nobody else is a Taylor Swift fan? My goodness. Okay. That's okay. Look, Taylor, you know, Taylor, she's also done some things that aren't that great. I don't know why. They gave her Michael's Award um, at the Video Music Awards, the VMAs, the year that he died. And I don't think that we as a community have forgiven her for that. <laughs> but, you know, Taylor Swift, she's out here and she's a big name. Um, now, if you didn't know, because you're not a Taylor Swift fan, I actually didn't know until... 76 Grimke sent this to me. Thank you, 76 Grimke. But um, Taylor Swift just came out with a new album. Um, and it was originally called the Folklore Album. And as most artists are doing these days, you know, she's selling merchandise to go along with the album. Because, you know, people ain't really buying, you know, physical albums these days. That's why artists, they're getting into merchandise. You know, you buy a t-shirt, you get a CD, da-da-da-da-da-da, right? Um, here's the problem. Um, the merchandise that Taylor was selling, hello, Camille, the merchandise that Taylor was selling um, had a very particular styling and font. I actually put a picture of it um, in my stories today, and I asked you guys if it was too close for comfort, and 100% of you said yes, right? Okay. So Taylor Swift, she's selling her t-shirts and sweaters from this new album that comes out, the Folklore album. And lo and behold, we find out that this design is not original. Apparently, the designers that Taylor worked with for the merchandise for the Folklore album, they ripped this design off from, um, you know, a, a, an up-and-coming online retail store owner by the name of Amira Rasul. Her, her store is called The Folklore um, 
You can go and find it online anywhere. Um, and it has a very particular styling um, that, you know, was unmistakably close to the designs that were being used for Taylor's merchandise for the for, for, for the Folklore album. Now, because of the magic of social media, Amira Rasul went online and she was like, hey y'all, this merchandise that Taylor is selling, uh, they ripped off my designs. And, you know, she brought it to social media and it got um, Taylor's attention. As soon as Taylor found out that this these designs had been ripped off and that she was selling basically merchandise that was ripped off from a small business owner, what do you think Taylor Swift did? What do you think Taylor Swift did when she found out that the merchandise for her new album, the design for it, was based on a, a small business owner's um, hard work that they had already done, that this, these designs had been stolen? What do you think Taylor and her team did with the merchandise they had up for the album? Okay, now, the, remember, merchandise makes a pretty penny for artists. So what do you think Taylor Swift did when she found out that these t-shirts and stuff that were selling for her new album, the design had been ripped off from, you know, a small business owner? Nobody has an idea? Nobody has an idea. <laughs> That's okay. Um, well... Taylor, Taylor and her team actually did the right thing. Taylor and her team um, took down all of the merchandise from her online store that was um, in that was promoting, uh, you know, the album. Now remember, the album was originally called the Folklore Album, the Folklore Album. That was the full name. So Taylor Swift, she has not only stopped selling the merchandise that is infringing. Um, yes, Angel Saray, she pulled them. She pulled, she pulled the merchandise from the store. Um, she has changed the name of her album from The Folklore Album to Folklore Album. And not only that, Taylor Swift is also donating um, proceeds from her album, some of them, and from merchandise to Amira's business. So um, now whether or not you are a fan of Taylor Swift, I think this is an awesome um, an awesome way to show responsibility and to, you know, make amends. Now, we don't know how involved Taylor was in the design process of getting the merchandise done for this album, but as soon as she found out that she was infringing on someone else's work, she stopped and she made amends. She, you know, she's like, um, she's like, you know, I'm going to stop selling this merch. This is not my design. And not only that, I'm going to donate this money to this woman because we did steal her work. So we have to give, um, no, she did not trademark it herself, Atalia Young. She did the right thing. She stopped selling the merchandise and she is, she changed the name of her album and she is donating proceeds to this young woman's business. So whether or not you are a Taylor Swift fan, I think that what she did was awesome. It shows, you know, maturity, it shows responsibility, and it shows respect for people's hard work. And this is really hard to find in, um, in you know, in the world of business today. Yes, kudos to her. Um, to, like I, I tell you guys all the time that you need to protect your intellectual property early and often because there are people out here who are just waiting to steal your work. The barrier to entry to business is very, very low, but that also means that there are tons of people out there who are waiting to steal your stuff. 
Now, this young lady was very lucky because um, Taylor Swift has a lot of money. This could have gotten very ugly. But her and her team, you know, I guess, you know, they read the writings on the wall. And especially Amira Rasul, she's a young black business owner. They don't want to, they do not want any of the smoke. So they stop selling the merchandise and they're making restitution. Um, so, and this is also the power of social pressure. It doesn't always take the legalities to get someone to do the right thing. Sometimes social pressure is a, a, a big enough motivator. But we want to, you know, give, give, credit where it's due. Good job to Taylor Swift and her team for doing the right thing. Okay. All right. So those were the stories, uh, that I had for you tonight. Um, the uh, Warner brothers is worried that this lost item finder app is going to be mistaken, um, as, as a Harry Potter associated thing. Uh, most of you think that's a bunch of bull, um, those of you who are bakers, uh, if you like all clad pots, they only have, um, they have verified vendors. So if you're, if you're into cookware and you want an all clad pot set, make sure that you are buying from an authorized vendor and not from Garen's cause they are being sued for trademark infringement. If you want to sell someone's branded trademarked items, make sure you have permission to do so. Okay. Um, and lastly, Taylor Swift is out here, you know, trying to do the right thing and not steal from small business owners of color. Congratulations to her. Um, yeah, so if you have any questions about those stories, we have a couple of minutes before we end. I'm going to take about two more minutes. Also, if you have any questions about the business formation process in general, so questions about registering your business, EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, contracts, um, brand protection strategies, trademarks, copyrights, patents, hiring policies, these are the things, this is the time to ask me your questions. If you don't want to ask me out loud, you can always book a session. You can go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, and I think it is the third or fourth button down uh, where you can book your one-on-one session, okay? Don't forget forget tomorrow is talk to me Tuesday where you can get a 25 minute session for $25. My one hour sessions are usually $247. So talk to me Tuesday is a nice, you know, affordable way to get your questions answered. Um, I am going to be meeting with the designer in the next week or so. I'm going to be coming to you guys soon with design options for the merch that we are designing for the show. I'm very excited Um, I think this is going to be really great, but, uh, I wanted, I want to thank you guys for, um, attending tonight. I want to thank you for your participation. I want to thank you for, uh, you know, your ideas. Um, thank you to those of you who submit stories, 76 Green Bay Gaming Stories for two nights in a row. Thank you. Um, uh, you know, this show is not fun without you guys. So you guys make it a lot of fun to do this. Um, and I just enjoy having you here. So take care of yourselves. Have a good night. Drink your water. And I will see you. Oh, hold on a second. Um, Angels Array said, what is your opinion on how to build business credit? Um, Get a DUNS number um, and start paying bills through your business. Start paying your business bills through your business. So your DUNS number basically starts building you a credit report, right? So um, if you get um, bills in your business name, so... You know, if I'm paying my whatever bills in the name of NPL Consulting LLC and I have bills in the name of NPL Consulting LLC and I have my DUNS number, 
just like on your credit report using your social security number as you pay your bills you know your credit your credit report gets better when you have your duns number and you start paying bills under your business name your credit gets better so that 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 is the simplest way but i am not a business credit expert um if you want a better explanation of that go to um biz credit rocks on instagram biz credit rocks they can better explain how to build better business credit okay because i can only give you the bare fundamentals all right um yes so if you have a duns number um ageless array then your business and and you have a, a a business bank account then you should start paying like bills through your business so like if you have i don't know the 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 hosting service to for your website that is a bill that you know you can pay through your business and start to build up business credit but talk to an actual business credit expert go to biz credit rocks okay all right so that is where i'm going to leave you for tonight um thank you guys again i will see you tomorrow get some rest um stay inside wash your hands if you have to go outside wear your mask and stay six feet apart okay bye bye